The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle, from the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback. There's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. The, the, the winds of change are blowing through Raider Nation, and Silver and Black Today keeps you up to date with the latest news and views about your Las Vegas Raiders. Touchdown, Las Vegas! With insight, opinions, and interviews, we're on the cutting edge of what's happening now. Now, now, with the latest on your Raiders and the NFL, your host, Scott Goldbranson and Mo Moulton. Welcome, Raider Nation, to another Silver and Black Blitz. I'm your solo host for today, Mo Moten. Some of you are enjoying Victory Monday, Victory Tuesday. I guess after the Raiders win a game, the, the entire week following is a Victory Week. But yes, Mo Moten back with you, Silver and Black Blitz. And I have a special topic for today. I wouldn't call it special, but I, I think it's a very intriguing topic that a lot of people are going to want to hear. But if, before we get to that, Make sure you subscribe to the podcast, hit the auto download so you can get those downloads automatically without having to look and search for when we put out a new episode. It'll be right there for you, for you to listen to, whether you're in the car, at the gym, wherever you are, morning, noon, night, however you listen to the podcast, just please, please subscribe and hit the auto downloads on that. But I'll get to the subject for today, which is Moe's Roster Locks. And I guess I can call it Mo's roster locks or Mastradamus' predictions based on what I've seen in the first two preseason games. Now, of course, uh, a lot of things going at practice, so I don't get to see a lot what happens on the practice field. But based on what what I'm seeing on, on the TV or what I'm seeing on film, based on when players are playing, the snaps that they're getting, the number of snaps that they're getting, and who they're playing behind in their competitions for 
a roster spot or a starting position, I, I have a, I have five things that I, I can pretty much say are going to happen either now or between now and cutdown day, which is August 29th. So I'll start off with the first one, which is pretty obvious. If you've watched, if you did watch the Rams game with the Raiders, you should know by now that Aiden O'Connell is going to be quarterback number two. There, There is no debate right now. You watch... Jimmy Garoppolo get his one drive, 4-for-4, four four, I believe, for 29 yards. Look crisp, look sharp. Then Brian Horry comes in. And I, I didn't want to see Brian Horry come in after Jimmy Garoppolo. I wanted to see Aiden O'Connell play basically three quarters. But I get you want to get Jimmy G on the field to knock off some rust. I don't understand getting Brian Horry on the field other than giving him a fair shot to win the primary backup job. And to me, it showed that He's not the guy for the primary backup job. I, I mean, the pick six was ugly. He throws it across the middle. The ball floats. The linebacker, Jake Hummel, uh, pounces on it, takes it back to the house for six points as a pick six. And the offense just generally was stagnant. Didn't move well when Brian Hoyer went to under center. Now, a lot of people last week when I did the Silver and Black Blitz said, well, Aiden O'Connell pumped the brakes on him. It's just against backups. Well, here was a guy who's been in the league for over a decade in Brian Hoyer who did not look great or good against backups. So don't tell me it's just second and third stringers, guys who won't be in the league in about a month. It doesn't matter because when you have a veteran of Brian Hoyer's nature who knows the offense, knows the system, still struggle, it definitely matters. And it, to me, it showed that Aiden O'Connell should be Jimmy Garoppolo's primary backup if Jimmy Garoppolo gets hurt or has to miss time or even if you just want to bench Jimmy Garoppolo because he's struggling put Aiden O'Connell in the game we don't need to waste any time with Brian Hoyer I said this on Twitter X that Brian Hoyer's best value to the Raiders is him teaching the young quarterbacks on the Raiders roster that's Aiden O'Connell that's Chase Garbers if they keep him or anyone else that they get who's younger than 28 years old you know Brian Hoyer can teach that guy the system and just basically bring him along and help develop him as a, as a quarterback. But we don't need to see any more of Brian Hoyer on the field. I think we got enough of it in that Rams game. So I think that basically sealed it. Once Aiden O'Connell comes, came in the game on, on Saturday, 11 of 18, 163 yards, two touchdowns, 127.8 uh, quarterback rating. Overall, he's 26 of 36 in the preseason for 304 yards, three touchdowns, no interceptions, 125.2 quarterback rating. Warren Sharp, who's the, uh, I guess you would call him one of the analytics gurus, put out this stat on, on, on social media and said he's first in touchdown percentage, first in first down percentage, and first in third down percentage or rate. So he's playing at a high level. Yes, against second, third stringers, some starters maybe. We did see some starters in week two of the preseason, but Aiden O'Connell basically is the guy other than, outside of maybe Dorian Thompson-Robinson of the Cleveland Browns. Aiden O'Connell is not only slinging it, but he's accurate, he's efficient, the ball is getting out, he's making quick, decisive decisions, and most of all, most importantly, he's not turning the ball over, and that's what you want to see out of your fill-in starter if Jimmy Garoppolo has to miss some time. So, pretty much write it in pen, Aiden O'Connell is quarterback number two. But I'll get to the second item on my list. DeAndre Carter is going to make the 50-man roster. To me, there's no doubt that DeAndre Carter makes the roster on the strength of special teams. He had a 31-yard punt return. He had a 30-yard kick return against the Rams. Almost took one of his returns back to the house. Stepped out of bounds. He was pretty upset at himself because he, he could have had six there. 
And I think he could bust one this year if he is the primary kick punt returner. I think he will be. As I said last week, when the Raiders listed him as the primary kick punt returner on their unofficial depth chart, I felt like that was a sign that they were going to give him a first crack at the job. And he showed out. He showed that he he deserves that job. He deserves that position. Now, people are saying, oh, it's just special teams. It's just a special team. Teams play, whatever. But it, when you're a wide receiver and you're battling for that fourth, fifth, sixth spot, you need to be able to contribute on special teams. And what better way to do it, do it than to put your offense in a good position to start, start the drive? I mean, if DeAndre Carter breaks one for 30 yards, 31 yards during the season, the Raiders' offense can basically set up at midfield or on the opponent's side of the of the of the field. So, having that guy to get you those extra yards on special teams, so your offense can have a shorter field to work with, is very important. Do not overlook that. It is absolutely paramount to the game, when especially when it's a tight one and every yard, every inch matters. DeAndre Carter can help you in that phase of the game. So, I think he's pretty much. I wouldn't call him a lock. This, this show is called Mo's Locks, Mo's Five Locks. But I would say is I'm pretty sure he's going to make the 50-man roster simply because with all the competition at wide receiver, Cam Sims, Keelan Cole, Christian Wilkerson, all those guys making plays, those guys haven't showed out on special teams like, Jay, like DeAndre Carter. And I think that's what separates Carter from his competition, being able to contribute in that phase of the game, puts him in the front-running position to... Make the roster on the back end, of course, behind Devontae Adams, behind Hunter Renfro, behind Jacoby Myers, behind Trey Tucker, who's a rookie, a third rounder, who's obviously going to make the roster despite his ups and downs. The Raiders are going to have to live with Trey Tucker's drops and his big plays. Now, if you watch the game, you saw Trey Tucker drop, had a drop in the end zone, should have came down with it, had a 40-yard reception later in the game. His second half was better than his first half, but he's definitely going to make the roster. You, you usually... Don't draft the guy and put him on a practice squad or cut him. So Trey Tucker is basically a lock. So to to me, if the Raiders are going to keep five, I think they keep six wide receivers last year. They only kept five. But if they're only going to keep five, I think DeAndre Carter is first in line. And I think Philip Dorsett has a, has a case to be the sixth wide receiver if they keep six. I'll have a depth chart, actually, to put out on sportsnot.com, and you'll see what I what, how I think it shakes out with the wide receiver position. It's going to be pretty interesting, but you can basically put DeAndre Carter in pen on that depth chart. But I'll get to my third item. And it's not it's not the most exciting item on the list. We're talking offensive line here at the right guard position. The battle is basically between Greg Van Roten, Alex Bars, who started most of the games last year at right guard. And I think Clendon McCurtis is a sleeper there. I think Clendon McCurtis is going to make the roster. I wouldn't call that a lock, but I think he has a has a good chance to make it. My lock at the right guard position would be Greg Van Roten's will start for the season at right guard. He's going to win the job over Alex Bars. Alex Bars, to me, not top competition. He allowed the most hits on the quarterback last season for the Raiders at 11 per pro football focus. Again, he started most of the games at right guard last year. I believe he got called up before week two. He was initially cut last year, so it wouldn't be a surprise to see Alex Bars cut again this year. He was cut last year, brought back on the practice squad on September 6th, and then inserted into the starting lineup in week two. But he, to me, he was a liability in that offensive line. If you've listened to the Silver and Black Today show last year, I, I, I don't want to say I railed on Bars a lot, but I was critical of him 
for good reason. Allowed 38 pressures, second most on the team. And as I said, the most quarterback hits he allowed at 11 per pro football focus. So I don't think he's going to beat Greg Van Roten for the job. I believe Greg Van Roten went out with the first team offense against the Rams. He has the experience, played with the Jets, played with the Bills at right guard. He even has some experience at center. So if something happens with Andre James, Greg Van Roten can slide over to the pivot and play also play some center. So he has some value in his versatility on the interior, but I think he wins the right guard job over Alex Bars and even over Nate Muti and, as I said, Clinton, uh, McClendon Curtis, who I think is going to be a back-end roster guy. But I think, nonetheless, I think he makes the roster. But I would write in pen, Greg Van Roten starts at right guard. But before I get to my fourth item on the list, just going to step aside and take a break, just get our sponsors in, uh, get a little get get you used to QB two DeAndre Carter being a new addition to the roster and Greg, Greg Van Roten being the starting right guard. Just digest that, and I'll be back after these messages. Passion, drive, and patience—what brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance, from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. So getting back to my roster locks, I hate to get to this this item because it kind of hurts my heart to say this, but um, Amik Robinson is not making a roster this year. <laughs> He's going to be the last domino to fall from the 2020 class that was a disaster from Mike Mayock and John Gruden, but... Amik Robertson, I, he made it last year, and I was kind of surprised he did make it last year because he, he had it kind of an up-and-down preseason. This year, having another up-and-down preseason, he gave up a 24-yard reception against the 49ers last week or two weeks ago. And then he dropped an interception against the Rams and had a missed tackle. So not his best work out there. Uh, Amik Robertson, is, it's going to be tough for him this year simply because the Raiders have new additions at cornerback and Marcus Peters. And Jacorian Bennett, who are basically who are going to make the roster, obviously. Marcus Pierce is definitely going to start. We'll see if Jacorian Bennett becomes a starter. I believe he is nicked up, and that's why you didn't see him against the Rams. But with those new additions at cornerback, it makes it tougher for the guys who made it last year to make it again. Now, I didn't even mention Brandon Faison. I didn't mention David Long Jr., Duke Shelley, who I think is also going to make the roster. So when you add competition, especially veterans, and middle-round rookies who are probably going to make the roster, again, it makes it harder for the back-end guys to get by with a mediocre preseason. That's what Amik Robertson has been, and mediocre is probably being generous. He just hasn't had any plays, any splash plays that make you think, okay, we have to keep this guy as our, as our backup slot guy because I've, I strongly believe that Nate Hobbs is going to start the season in the slot. And I'm going to talk about our next guy who I think is going to be the backup slot guy, but with a bat with... With Nate Hobbs in the starting slot position and a backup slot guy, Meek Robinson is not going to make the roster as an outside cornerback. Too small to play outside, in my opinion. Not enough plays on the slot in the preseason. Though I like Meek Robinson, he's been on silver and black today. 
We interviewed him. He had a big moment where he, I believe he had a pick six against the Arizona Cardinals or a pick that he took back a few yards in that in that game. And he, he did say it in that game, it was kind of a light bulb that went off in his head that, you know, he's turning around and he can make the plays that he made at Louisiana Tech and he's becoming that guy again. But when you add competition and you don't and you don't play up to that competition and you're not making those splash plays, it is going to be hard for you to make the roster. Now, if Amik Robertson is cut, I hope he catches on somewhere and, and lives up to his billing because there were a lot of people, including myself, who felt like, you know, he could have been a second or third round pick if not for an injury. I believe he came into the league with an injury. And of course, there were concerns about his size. A lot of people talked about that. But he was a ball hawk at, at Louisiana Tech. And we're just not seeing that. And it's not just because of his height. I, I think there are times where he there are just lapses in coverage that you, you scratch your head and you think, you know, where was he on this play? Why was he late on this play? And that's what you I've been asking myself in, on some of these plays in the preseason. So... With that said, I, I think that the Raiders see this, the coaching staff sees this, Patrick Graham sees this and says, well, we got Marcus Peters now. We got some guys who can compete in the slot. You know, Amik Robinson is expendable, and I think he's going to get cut. But my last my last item on this list, Tyler Hall. I, I think Tyler Hall is going to make the roster as a versatile defensive back, not just a backup slot guy behind Nate Hobbs, but someone you're going to see at the safety position because that's what they've done with him in the preseason. If you play close attention, I looked this up on Pro Football Focus. While Tyler Hall has played 33 snaps in the slot, he's also had 10 snaps in the box, and he's also had 10 snaps at free safety. So they've moved him around. He's become that chess piece on the back end. And I think he's nickel and dime packages. You could see a lot of Tyler Hall, especially if you have injuries or if Nate Hobbs is playing on the outside. Maybe you have Tyler Hall on the inside. If Jacorian Bennett doesn't start, maybe you have Marcus Peters on one end. You have Nate Hobbs on the other end. And then you have Tyler Hall in the slot. That could be a, a combination we could see a lot of in this upcoming season. But also, he could play safety. And, and that's, ten, again, 10 snaps in the box. 10 snaps at free safety in the preseason. Could be a glimpse of what's to come for Tyler Hall and his workload. Now, he came on last year, I believe in October, had a sack early as soon as the Raiders signed him. I believe in his first game or his, one of his first splash plays, he had a sack. And then it kind of showed that he can you know, cover guys downfield. So he, he's got some value other than being the slot guy. You know, safety, maybe he can uh, design blitzes he can get in because he has the quickness to do that and get in and, and get after the quarterback or just add some pressure there. But Tyler Hall, I don't think it's a surprise that he would make the roster, but I think it's a, it would be a surprise for some people to hear that not only is he going to play slot, but he's going to play a lot of safety. And that could also make some of the safety guys on the back end expendable as well. So that's just something to look at if you're a guy or a gal out there who wants to see Isaiah Polamau make the roster. It could be hard for him if Tyler Hall is going to play a lot of safety in the upcoming season. I know Isaiah Polamau had that pick six. But you're looking for some consistency. Other than that, you know, has Isaiah Paul popped really? I would say no in the preseason. But I, I think Tyler Hall has been pretty solid all the way around. And the fact that he can handle playing inside in the slot and playing safety puts him over any other guy on the back end of that roster. So just to kind of recap, my five locks, my five roster locks to write in pen. Aiden O'Connell is quarterback number two. I don't think there's any doubt about that. DeAndre Carter makes the 50-man roster as the starting kick and punt returner, back-end wide receiver, 
behind Devontae Adams, behind Hunter Renfro, Jacoby Myers, and Trey Tucker. Greg Van Roten is going to win the right guard job over Alex Bars and everyone else competing at that position. Amik Robertson gets cut. Unfortunately, my guy, as a lot of people know, I love Amik Robertson. I love his fire. I love his passion for the game. But it's just a numbers game here, and I think he gets pushed out. Tyler Hall is going to make the roster as a versatile DB, not just playing in the slot, but playing safety, both safety positions, being one of those, once again, chess pieces that you can move across the formation. You can plug spots. If you have an injury here, you have an injury there, Tyler Hall could be that guy to step up and fill a void. So with that said, those are my five locks. Write it in pen. Get back to me. You can email Silver and Black today. Scott and I, our DMs are open if you want to have you know, just a, just a counter argument to anything that I said today. Something that you don't want to write in pen and say, you know what, Mo, I think you're wrong with that lock. Let me know. And we'll discuss it on the show Wednesday, as we always do in the offseason. We have our mailbag. Of course, that'll pick up. It'll be a longer segment during the season. But I'd love to hear from you all on these locks that I have because I have these written down in pen. Again, I'm your host, Mo Moten. Thank you for tuning in for another Silver and Black Blitz episode. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.